Hi, this is Tiffany Ann for Dreams Recycled Podcast. And today I have actually a friend of a friend of mine, um, Dr. Susie Spicer, who's a licensed psychologist and specialized in neuropsychology. And she's here to discuss everything we need to know about the brain and loss. So how are you, Susie? I'm great. How are you? I'm great, thank you. It's a nice rainy day here. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, so before we actually got on the air, so we were saying like you're an expert in forgiveness. And I think so many of our listen, listeners struggle with this, both men and women. When you have a breakup, even a pretty decent breakup by some people's standards, you still suffer from not being able to let go and forgive. Absolutely. So, so how, what do you think our listeners should do? Like how can they go about feeling better about forgiving? Well, forgiveness is a very important aspect of moving on. It's a very important aspect of finding the right person after a divorce. There are a lot of misconceptions about forgiveness. When I approach someone who's newly divorced with the topic of forgiveness, the first thing they say is, oh, no, 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 not me. No, you don't know what my ex did. You don't know how bad it is, right? So mm -hmm. for all yeah, those- absolutely. So all those who, of you who are feeling that, um, what I want you to do is just take a moment and listen to this um, conceptualization of forgiveness because it does apply to everyone and even if you don't agree with what your ex did and even if you don't agree with the way the divorce unraveled you can still find forgiveness in your heart and move on okay so there are a lot of misconceptions about what forgiveness is forgiveness is not um, putting a stamp of approval on what your ex did to you and it's not excusing his or her mm -hmm. behavior right Forgiveness is not justifying or pardoning your ex for the manner in which the breakup occurred or things they may or may not have done to you after the mm -hmm. divorce process. Yeah, which usually only gets worse, doesn't it? If you have any grievances, if you get through divorce court, you probably have a ton more. Exactly. What a lot of people um, don't realize is that forgiveness is not reconciliation. Mm -hmm. You can forgive without restoring a relationship. And you can forgive without ever having a conversation with your ex and yeah. saying, I forgive you. you. They don't even need to know that you've forgiven them for you to move on and for you to have the healing benefits of mm -hmm. forgiveness. So forgiveness is not reconciliation. Forgiveness is also not denying what they did. Mm -hmm. And it's not being blind to what has happened. One of the most important concepts about forgiveness is that it is not forgetting. Right. Forgive without forgetting, right? And forgiveness is not allowing the individual to hurt us further. And it's also not refusing to take the wrong seriously, okay? Mm -hmm. So those are the things that forgiveness is not. So let's talk for a moment about what is forgiveness? What is forgiveness? Right. Forgiveness is refusing to punish the other person. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is choosing to keep no record of the wrongdoing. Okay. okay. Forgiveness is being aware that someone hurt you and still forgiving them and still being able to move on and feel peace. Mm -hmm. It's also being gracious. Forgiveness mm -hmm. is really an inner condition of peace and it's the absence of bitterness. So, right. And when you, cause when you carry that, that's an awfully heavy weight to take with you from any relationship and it right. drags you down. It wears you, wears you out. And really there are no winners. You hurt yourself far more than you think you might be hurting the person that you're not forgiving and holding a grudge to. Exactly. Exactly. That's very true. 
that's very true. And it's also hard to move on and find the right person mm -hmm. before you've forgiven and really let that pain yeah. go. Because we tend to carry the negative pain from one relationship into another. And so we want to forgive because it's a gift we give ourselves. And it allows us to move forward and to find the right person. Well, absolutely. I have a lot of conversations with divorcees and I always use the phrase, it's not fair to make your current partner pay for the sins of your ex. <laughs> I uh, love that. Yeah. I mean, so many people do that and they do it consciously sometimes, but mostly it's subconsciously and it's not until you point it out and until you explain to them, you know, and it's especially, I think, if I think of everyone I spoke to, I think the most common scenario would be if you've been cheated on and then you have a new relationship, a new girlfriend, boyfriend, is that constant fear that they're not trustworthy. And so you're stalking them, you're looking at their social media, <laughs> you can't relax because you're making them pay and you are taking that out on them. And it's such an unfair thing to do to your new partner. And it's an unfair thing for you to carry with you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, so you're really interesting. So not only do you, um, are you a licensed psychologist, but you actually also have a company called Brainwave Technology, which is very exciting. I've heard some of your stuff. It's fabulous. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about what you do and why you do it. Like, when did you get into this? Uh, I launched Brainwave Technologies um, just a few months ago. Um, oh. Yes, I have a personal history of trauma. Um, and part of that trauma did involve divorce mm -hmm. and other things happened in my life. And so I created Brainwave Technologies as a way um, to help other people learn from the trauma that I've suffered in my own life. Mm -hmm. I am a physician, and as a neuropsychologist, I understand the manner in which brainwave patterns impact our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors. So I was able to take that knowledge as a neuropsychologist, um, combine it with my um, talents as a musician, and put it together into an audio program where I help people with anxiety, depression, trauma. I help people find what balance and wellness and peace in their daily living. So I really have a unique um, way to really help. Yeah. Yes. Well, and you really have a unique skill set. And I, I always love speaking to people like you, people like me, so many people that I get on my show, because we're all by nature helpers. Like we went through something traumatic and then we've like managed to recycle that and make it into a positive to try and help other people deal with whatever we kind of dealt with in a more positive, healthier way. Exactly. So what do, so explain to me a little bit about how the brain works. So like if I'm grieving the loss of my spouse mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm suffering from a lot of anxiety, what kind of daily tips can I do to help me kind of move forward in a more positive way? If you're suffering from anxiety, the first thing that would be helpful to do would be to understand what your particular triggers are when it comes mm -hmm. to anxiety. We all have um, different uh, vulnerabilities and different things that key our anxiety. Some people have a general um, genetic predisposition to anxiety where their parents and grandparents have worried, so they inherit this tendency to worry. Uh -huh. Other situations beyond their control in their life that cause them to worry. So one of the most beneficial things someone can do if they suffer from anxiety, and even if they suffer from grief and loss regarding a divorce, mm -hmm. is to practice a daily routine of meditation with mm -hmm. brainwave and uh, a pattern of um, a daily routine of self-care mm -hmm. that involves perhaps journaling, um, 
exercise, uh, affirmations, mm. uh, practicing gratitude. Um, one of the most important things I found is really sitting in a state of quiet contemplation um, in the morning and the evening and meditating and practicing relaxation when you're not stressed so that when you are in a position where you're heightened and mm. you're anxious because of your certain, certain life circumstances and you're able to work through that. Yeah. No. And I think that like, if we say like things like triggers would be like, if you get a text from your ex, <laughs> yeah. right. That, w that often will drive people nuts. Just even seeing their, their name on the phone, the blood pressure rises, you feel yeah. anxiety, you're afraid to open it, you don't know what it's going to say, it's going to be more drama, it's going to be something else bad. Or, right. or like we were saying about jealousy, maybe you've moved into a new situation and you, something triggers you that reminds you of the past. Or maybe right. it's something, you know, even if it's rejection, because you felt like during your divorce, you were rejected. And now in your other life, kind of after divorce, any kind of rejection will trigger it as well. Right. And, um, and it's such a shame because I, I think that divorces, we're really, really lucky in some ways. And I get in trouble for saying that. But I think it's true because we really get a do over. You found out from your divorce, I found out from my divorce, as awful as it is, as awful as it can be, it really gives us an opportunity to recycle our lives and really kind of plan bigger, better goals and move forward in a more positive way. Exactly. So, so what would your tips be for our listeners on um, how to move forward? Because I know you personally have done it. Mm -hmm. So how, how can they go about making the most of their new lives? I would say beginning with a daily program of self-care would be important. Um, mm -hmm. If one of your listeners suffers from clinically significant symptoms of grief, of depression and anxiety mm -hmm. following a divorce, of course, they would always want to seek therapeutic care, right? Mm -hmm. With a psychologist. Yeah. Um, I have a number of books and resources um, on forgiveness that would be very beneficial, I believe, to your readers. Perhaps we can put some of those in the links after our show. Absolutely. Um, one of my favorites is a book called Forgiveness, How to Make Peace with Your Past and Get On with Your Life. Mm. I also have um, a CD by a woman named Edwin Gaines called Deep and Profound Giveness that listeners can listen to for 10 minutes um, a day. It's very short and it gets right to the heart of forgiveness, right? Mm. Other things that people can do um, would be um, engaging, like I said, in cognitive behavioral therapy would be one to get to the root of, of mm -hmm. their depression or anxiety and situations that contributed to their feelings regarding the divorce. Um, but everything that we can do to take care of ourselves will also help us through the grieving process. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the things that we need most when we're grieving, such as sleep, good nutrition, proper exercise, mm -hmm. are the things that go out the window when oh, we're absolutely. So it's important to, to care for ourselves and really to find a supportive network of friends and family members that really get where you're coming from in your struggle with recovery from the divorce and really um, make good use of that support network. I think that's true. And I, I you know, people know me because I always tell them everything I did wrong during my divorce, which was practically everything. Um, and so, I mean, that's what I did during my divorce. I didn't sleep. I didn't eat. I was like crazy skinny. And, um, and you see it amongst a lot of divorce people, you go, wow. And you be, you know, they've been on the divorce diet, which right. is horrible. But you know, I think that's true. If you just do really focus on even 
just regular daily tasks. If you can go for a walk every day, if you can make yourself eat and eat healthy, don't fill yourself full of junk and alcohol and God knows what else. That only makes it worse. Right. And, um, and make sure you get sleep. It also helps too to ask yourself empowering questions instead of saying, why is this happening to me? Why is this divorce so difficult? Why did he do this to me? Reframe those questions and say, what can I do today to move forward so I can get over this? What can I do today to find the right person? What can I do today to heal? Mm -hmm. And just by asking yourself empowering questions and reframing the negative thoughts, you are opening yourself up to accepting new experiences in your life and to moving forward. No, I think that's excellent advice. Anything you do, I would say anything you do, any daily positive action you take is one step forward and one step closer to healing and your new life. And I, I think that's one of the pieces that often is kind of missing with a lot of divorce coaching and people who talk about divorce a lot, like I do 24 seven, not enough practical tips. You know, we're all like, you know, cheer up. It'll be all right. right. <laughs> but we want to know and our listeners, I know, cause I talked to a lot of them. They, they want to know what can I do? You know, you can get up and you can, you can keep a journal. You can get up and you can meditate. You can get up and you can choose to be grateful. Right. You can choose to be happy. And I think people, once they understand that they have even a small amount of control over their life, then they feel a lot better about, you know, how they are on a daily basis. Exactly. So you where, know, go ahead. An important point with the journaling and being gratitude, being in a state of gratitude. That's a huge piece. Yeah. Well, put out. No, I agree. And even the choosing happy, you know, like we, we say, oh, well, we're, we're miserable, we're miserable. But really, happiness is in part a choice. Exactly. So is that a special kind of mindset? Why do some people, maybe you know the answer because I don't, why are some people more prone to being positive and why are some people more prone to being negative? That can, that's an interesting question and theorists have different um, beliefs about why that is. There's a whole field of psychology called positive psychology that focuses on why some individuals find it so easy to be happy and why others struggle on a day-to-day -day mm -hmm. basis. Um, in part, it has to do with the neurochemicals in our brain, right? Mm -hmm. When those are off, then we tend to struggle with feelings of depression, feelings of worthlessness. Um, a lot of it is the messages that were programmed into us as children Right. When we were two and three and four years of age, it's the messages that we receive from, from our parents, from society, from the media, and even implied messages, whether they were actually stated or implied, that we ingrain in our psyche and play out in our day-to-day -day lives. So sometimes we have inner children that are struggling with the adult issues that we're having today, right? Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. And actually, that's a really good point because... Um, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist, but I notice, uh, you know, divorce is actually a really good point in your life to actually address some of those issues. Yeah. So, you know, if you feel like you do have childhood trauma, if you do have things that happened to you from childhood, and you're trying to recycle your life after divorce and become the best you ever, then go to a therapist, go to a psychologist, find out kind of where it started because if you don't find out where it started it most certainly will repeat itself moving forward that's a good point yeah yeah so tell us uh where can people find you where can they find your tapes and your music and anything about you 
Yes, I'm, they can find my audios online. My website is brainwave-technologies.com, brainwave-technologies.com. I have um, a whole line of nature audios um, with binaural beat patterns. So I have brainwave music that can be used for relaxation, meditation, um, for self-hypnosis. I have eBooks. I have sleep headphones. I have a lot of different resources to help people. Um, I'm also a licensed psychologist in private practice in Winter Park in psychological affiliates. Um, so I do see patients on a daily basis and then I sell my audios and my self-help products online. So I really just want to help as many people as I can. I get it. I understand what it's like to struggle going through a divorce and you really want to recycle your life. This is a key point where you can start over. You can call the shots. You can rearrange your life and create the best life possible, but you need the tools and you need to work on it on a daily basis. Kind of like when we go to the gym to train our bodies, right? We train hard harder and we get stronger it's mm -hmm. the same with your brain if you engage in daily exercises with your your brain working on forgiveness working on gratitude working on peace and productivity you can really take this divorce experience and create the best life possible no absolutely and I think that's a great thing to end on right there because that's true you summed it up exactly what divorce should be a chance to start over and become the best you and recycle your life any way we want and we all secretly when we're married have other dreams <laughs> we all have other things we want to do or couldn't get to do so now is the time to do it right 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 so thank you, Susie. Thank you so much for being. Thank you uh, so much. I appreciate it. You're, you're doing a great, great service for a number of people, millions of people. And I, I'm really uh, honored to have the opportunity to be on your show. No, no, I'm, I'm really grateful you came on and check out Susie. You can find her at Brainwave Technology. Yes, yes. Brainwave-technologies.com. .com. Okay. And, and look for the links for all, um, all the places you can find Susie and her great resources either be on dreamsrecycle.com and they'll also be on iTunes. So thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Mm -hmm.